Heidi, I don't know how long I can keep this up. Between these little jaunts and babysitting archway, this has become a twenty-four-hour job. That's fine when you're the cops, but we aren't. I fell asleep at the office today. It's midnight and we're stuck out here. This is crazy. We wouldn't have been on this quest if the police had done their job and people had spoken up. If that had happened, Derek would be in jail and we wouldn't be running around in the dark. Every time I tried to prove Derek's guilt, the more complicated that simple task became. I liked to think I was doing something positive, but everything that had happened proved I was having little effect on the investigation. All I was achieving was hurting those people close to me. I'm sorry, mate. I didn't think this would go this far. I know that. I'm not blaming you. I'm just letting you know where I stand. I understand if you need to back out. Maybe you should walk away, too. This isn't your fight. Dylan was right, but I'd made it my fight, and so had Derek. I can't walk away. I have to follow it through now. I can't let Derek get away with murder and what he did to Steve and Paul. Dylan sighed. I thought you'd say that. Look, we'll stick around for another hour. If they're still working, we'll call it a night. Deal? Deal, Dylan conceded. Derek's crew beat us to the punch by filing out of the workshop thirty minutes later. Their fatigue must have set in before ours. Morgan locked up while the rest of the guys left. I didn't move until he drove off. It looks as if we're on, I said. There was disappointment on Dylan's face. Let me come with you. I need you to be my eyes out here. I gave it ten minutes before leaving the car, just in case anyone came back. I looked both ways for any familiar cars before I trotted across the road. I pulled out my mobile and called Dylan's number. Stay on the line, I said, when he answered. The same applies to you. It surprised me not to see some kind of alarm or security system. I put this down to the workshop trying to keep a low profile. A fancy security system alerts everyone to the fact that there's something worth stealing. It was a theory that worked as long as no one knew what went on here. The chain-link fence and gate surrounding the property weren't going to be hard to scale, but the spiral of razor wire fringing the top was. I tossed a floor mat from the Subaru over the razor wire and clambered up and over the fence without any problems. I yanked the mat off the wire and left it on the ground for my return trip. "'You're getting too good at this crap!' Dylan's voice came over the phone. I didn't answer him and jogged over to the roll-up doors. Heavy padlocks locked them to the ground. I had a makeshift hacksaw, but I didn't fancy spending ten minutes in the open, sawing through the lock. I went around the side to the rear of the building. I had the choice of a couple of doors, but it meant drilling out the lock. I didn't think the noise would bring anyone, but I didn't want to put my theory to the test. I looked up for my best way into the building— the windows. If a chain was as strong as its weakest link, a building was as secure as its windows. The workshop had a row of narrow windows running underneath the eaves. How's everything look? I asked Dylan. I heard the crunching of sunflower seeds down the phone line. Good, he answered. Okay, I'm going in.